Hi everyone, welcome to Battle of the Bulls, episode four. Today I am joined by Chasen once again. Say hi to everyone. Hello everyone, happy to be back again. <laughs> Have you uh, continued eating? Uh, well, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe I've forgotten a few times. Um, ah. But you know what? We're going to get back on track today, I think. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so this episode is actually probably going to be one of my favorites. It has my... Well, I wouldn't call it my favorite animal, but it's up there to eat of all time. Chicken. And it's going to be grilled chicken versus fried chicken. Now, for grilled chicken, we have... Uh, Nando's Peri Peri Flame Grilled Mango Lime Half Chicken. Um, for those of you who don't know, Peri Peri is this really great, like, kind of spicy, tangy sauce um, from South Africa, I believe. Correct, South Africa, I believe, yeah. And it is paired with a crazy cool spiced coleslaw and my favorite soda, Pepsi. Now, would you like to tell us about the other option? Yeah, so the next one we have is a southern favorite, fried chicken. Mm. One of my personal favorite foods of all time. Yeah. Um, fried chicken is a classic, as everyone knows and loves fried chicken. It's loved around the world. Mm -hmm. um, and this one's from uh, a local company called Juke. Juke. Um, I believe they actually, I believe it's actually gluten-free because they use rice flour or something. Is that, that why it looks so, like, crispy? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the rice flour makes it really crispy. Um, it's, it's, they actually had, I don't know if they still do, but they used to have two locations. Um, they're located in Chinatown, mm -hmm. but their, their fried chicken is phenomenal. And then beside it, we have some, um, let's see, these are mixed pickled veggies that are fried and covered in cool ranch, uh, cool ranch dust. That sounds pretty Southern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I know. <laughs> it's, it, and that seems pretty good. And I think, um, with paired with it. We have another Southern classic, straight from Georgia, Coca-Cola. <laughs> All right. Um, now, this is kind of an unintentional double whammy because we've got the flame-grilled chicken versus the deep-fried chicken. But then we've also got Coke and Pepsi. So I'm actually super excited to dig into both to find out what is the deal and what's better. Don't forget, veggies two ways. Veggies <laughs> two ways. We got coleslaw and we got cool ranch-dusted Pickles, deep fried, deep pickles. fried pickles. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. two of the least healthy ways oh, to eat vegetables. Covered in mayonnaise and deep fried. This is the one time we're gonna have vegetables and probably get heartburn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be a good sleep tonight. Yes. Yes. Um. All right. Which one should we try first? Oh, I'm okay. Let's go with the fried chicken first. Fried chicken. You know, first. it gets softer as you as it sits. Okay. So, yeah. um, I, let's each take a drumstick. I was gonna say drumstick. Yeah, definitely. Let's um. Do oh, I'll do this one. I haven't had juke in quite a while, actually. Yeah. Let's see how... It still feels kind of crispy. You know, it's always a little bit of crisp. Let me see if I can get a uh, ASMR crispy bite into this. <laughs> okay. You ready? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Wow. It is so crispy. It's totally that rice flour. And you know the chicken itself, mm -hmm. it's so juicy and it's like flavorful throughout. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so they must like brine it or something, because it's like even to the center, it's juicy and flavorful. Mm -hmm. But you're right that that crisp on the outside. Yeah, how did they get it so tender? 
Yeah, right? Are you... Okay, let me get into this. Are you a... What's it called? Light meat or dark meat guy? Dark meat, 100%. Light meat's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a dark meat guy, too. Light meat has its place, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of many places. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, in the bottom of a trash can? That's one of the places, mm-hmm. definitely. I, I think... I think someone recently suggested to me the, the best place to have, like, chicken breast if it's, like, a stuffed chicken breast, maybe, or something. Oh, like a, um, what's it called? Like a cordon bleu? Exactly. Something like that. That kind of makes sense for what I mean. Everything else, dark meat's so much yeah. better. You know, for this episode, for the grilled chicken category, which we're going to get to in a bit, I actually thought about doing just a plain grilled chicken breast mm-hmm. as a way to just, like, I don't know, make fun, because breast is like me. Breast is like me, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, fuck, I hate grilled chicken breast. I I think it's the worst. I, I don't understand why people do it. The only time I like chicken breast is, like like I said, either stuffed, or actually I do like it sous vide, mm. which is a whole other thing that mm. will... <laughs> you and I are going to do one of those episodes. <laughs> That's in a future episode, mm-hmm. yeah. It's mm-hmm. the, the sous vide. Um... But that's probably one of the few ways that, because it stays moist and juicy. Um, but yeah, otherwise, definitely dark meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, this is really good chicken. Now, <laughs> fried chicken is, it's a huge thing, mm-hmm. right? It's a huge thing. Uh, and it's more than just the American South. Yeah. Right? Like the fried chicken that most of us know and love tends to be from the South. There's different ways to do it, but it's mainly like dusted in spice and then deep fried in some like, like grease, right? Yeah. And it's absolutely delicious. And if you're from the South, from the South, it comes with these things called fixins, mm-hmm. right? And your fixins are your side dishes. And it tends to be like mac and cheese, baked beans, collard greens, uh, shit like that. I must say, I am quite partial to mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a mac and cheese addict. Me too. It's a little bit of a thing. Um, if there's ever mac and cheese as a side on menu, I will order it, whether or not it comes with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and, yeah, that's fried chicken. But there's also, like, there's this new thing going around. Actually, it's been around for a long, long time, but it's KFC. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Co- Korean fried chicken. Oh, I think you meant KFC, like, the chain. No. <laughs> that's Southern. I was like, and I was like, that's been around for a long, long time. No, no, no. I'm trying to express the multicultural <laughs> aspect of this. And that is Korean fried chicken, which is absolutely fucking delicious. Fantastic. And yeah. I would say that it's, like, worlds apart from American fried chicken. Oh, definitely. I... For one, usually it's not, like, these huge pieces like you get in American fried chicken. Right. But American fried chicken's always these, like, large chunks. Like, often it's, like, a quarter chicken, basically, yeah. in one piece. And it's meant to be hearty as hell. Yeah. Whereas Korean fried chicken are, like, more, like, tiny little bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And they are flavored, like, explosions. Right. Yeah. And there's also a kind of a different, like, culture around Korean fried chicken versus American fried chicken. American right. fried chicken, honestly, like, the classic, as you think about it, like... Like a dad comes home from work with his like bucket of KFC. Yeah, you know, ads. yeah. Those, those ads played all the time when I was yeah. a kid. It would be the the someone would come home from work and there would just be a bucket, 
And yeah. then you go sit around the family table and eat a bucket of chicken. Whereas I believe in Korea, fried chicken is known as a food that's been meant to eat with beer. It's such a bar food. It's a bar food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whereas in, in like, I'd say maybe chicken wings have that in North America. I you know, agree. It's, it's, or like equipment. chicken tenders. Exactly. Chicken, maybe not chicken nuggets, but like. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that that kind of thing is more of a bar food. Whereas yeah. the, the fried chicken, the regular fried chicken is more of a family meal. Totally get that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to try the pickles real quick. I really want to try these. Even though this episode is actually about chicken, these pickles have me very confused, but also very curious. Yeah. I was, because it also said mixed pickles. Mixed so pickles. I don't know what to expect, but I do love pickles. I'm a big pickle fan. In fact, I kind of like, I've been getting into fermenting things myself. Oh my gosh. So what I've got looks like a green bean. I think mine's a green pepper. Well, I actually have had deep fried pickles before. Okay. Oh, like the regular pickles though. Yeah. They're, they're just dill pickles, like yeah. cu- pickled cucumbers. Um, this looks like something totally different. So, cheers. Ooh. Huh. Holy shit. Oh, that's quite good. What's going on? I don't know, because it's sour and fried at the same time, but kind of sweet at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't taste the ranch. No, I don't either. Do you, maybe let's try another. Do you want to try like one with a little bit more? Let's powder? try that. This thing right here. One. Yeah. Here, let's split this in half. Let's. What, what is? Is this a carrot? I think so. It looks like a carrot. Yeah. And it is doused in the ranch sauce. Okay, when you were a kid, do you ever have like the four bean salad? Yeah, yeah, the like the grocery store one that you get in the little tubs. Yeah, and it tastes like it's kind of pickled. Yeah, it's in that kind of like goop, mm-hmm. the pickle mm-hmm. goop. This is that, but in like a handheld. I can see that. Like, what the fuck okay. is going on? Yeah, I'm very curious about what other things they have in here. Is there even a pickled cucumber in there? You see one? Well, I'm trying to figure out what this thing is here. Oh, wow. Is that a lemon? I think it's like a, a beet or a radish. Oh, and then we have this here. A zucchini, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's already pretty evident to me that this place isn't entirely southern fried chicken. No, yeah. But it's a pretty cool Vancouver twist. That's the thing about it is I think that's one thing that's so cool about things like fried chicken is that you can take it and you can put it anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. and it makes sense. Yeah, because it's like the concept itself is so simple, right? Mm -hmm. You have chicken, you have some kind of flour, egg. How else do you deep fried chicken? Breadcrumbs? Or like something. You use breadcrumbs. Something that holds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you just dip it, deep fry it, and call it good. And there's so much room for creativity in that, right? Definitely. Like most people, they'll like change up the batter, make it spicy, make it sweet. But then if you really want to get into it, you can do what you were talking about Juke did. They brine their meat. Mm -hmm. And then you can probably also like, I don't know, they use a completely different kind of flour. Yeah. But I still feel like they deep fry it in oil, right? Yeah, definitely. But I know that like some people will air fry chicken. Right. Some people will bake quote-unquote fried chicken yeah so yeah 
I think it's it's so cool the different variations you can have on the fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Like another like thing you could do is like 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 anywhere in the world they can have it. So if you think about it, like you know Germany they have schnitzel, but you can have sh- chicken schnitzel. schnitzel. Yeah, chicken schnitzel is a thing. It's not as common, honestly. In my opinion, not as good as regular schnitzel. Mm-hmm. I prefer honestly veal schnitzel all the way for me. But yeah. um, but you can have a chicken schnitzel, and that's like another type of fried chicken. There's just so many fried chickens around the world. And yet they're all completely different, but they're all the same thing. They're the same food. Yeah. This is crazy. Okay. This is real. You ready to get into some real philosophical (laughs) shit? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So I took an anthropology course last year. Oh, not even last year. Two years ago in second year. And the professor talked about this anthropologist from the 1800s, forgot his name. But he discussed the idea that humans have what he called a collective subconscious. Okay. And this means that no matter how far apart or how unrelated two people are, they can tap into this collective subconscious that defines humanity, right? And so maybe an example would be how fried chicken has popped up in so many places around the world. And completely developed its like on its own, right? yeah. Without having like I don't know whoever invented fried chicken in America to go all the way to like Korea and be like try actually wait, someone probably did go all the way to Korea and was like try the shit out, right? Maybe like, but or, or it could be collective subconscious. Be, yeah, it's like like I guess my greater point is with cooking, it's a step by step process, right? How could someone have figured out how to fry something when on the other side of the world, someone figured out how to fry something at the same time. Yeah. Collective subconscious. It is, it is quite insane how that has happened in the past though. Like I, this is once again, like wines. Oh yeah. Pickles. Oh, exactly. Where do these things come from? These like fermentation and just stuff like that. You're right. Pickles. There's Mm -hmm. pickled foods all over the world. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy that like, yeah, like they, like you have pickles in every single. Pretty much, I can't think of. I can think of a few cultures that don't have something pickled or fermented or preserved in some way in that manner. But like, pretty much, pickles are always just mistakes. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. Collective subconscious, humanity. Yeah, spirit of cooking. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because everyone loves food. Yeah, everyone loves food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this isn't a quote, trademark me right now, my audience. Food separates humanity from animals because animals eat for sustenance. Humans eat for pleasure. I'll shorten that quote. Animals eat for sustenance. Humans eat for pleasure. So essentially what you're saying is that animals uh, eat to live and humans live to eat. Fuck, that's such a good quote. Trademark that before anyone takes it. I think that's an already <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> nice, nice. I love that. I love that. Uh, okay. But think about that. Collective subconscious. Yeah. You didn't know that existed. Yeah, no. Crazy. So you just done it yourself. I guess I did. <laughs> Full circle on that Wow, one. we're really getting philosophical this yeah. time, aren't we? Wow. Shit. <laughs> Okay, before this gets cold, let's try the grilled chicken. Yeah, before, I was going to say before we spiral. <laughs> yeah. So, they they did it in a really weird way. I don't, weird. I, don't, I don't know how they cut this. Should we just each grab a chunk? Sure. Yeah. 
Or we can like twist this. That we could split that in half. Okay. I think because I think this is the the breast, and then okay. this is the. Okay. If you want to grab that leg right there. Yeah, here. And I will just grab this wing, and we. Just... I think it's because it's the thigh there and the, the drumstick here. Okay. There we go. Oh, that okay. was a good twist. So, this is mango lime chicken. There's extra sauce too from South Africa, and it comes with medium peri peri sauce which tastes different from the mango lime itself. So I guess we should take a bite of the mango lime and point. then take a, and then dip this shit somewhere. So should we put some on, on the, in, in there? Oh man, struggling to open it. These packets are always impossible when you have oily hands. <laughs> oh, you're stabbing. <laughs> we are stabbing people. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's open. We'll just put, there we go. Oh, look at that. That's beautiful. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Let's take a bite. Let's I'm excited for this. Alright. Cheers. Mmm. The mango lime is delicious. And you can taste the fire. Mm-hmm. You can taste the smokiness of like the char like grill. Mmm. Yeah. And that is something about grilled things. Is it is the most like you one of the once again the most universal cooking methods, even more universal than frying, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Grilled meats have been around ever since humanity started getting fired. Do you think it's because it's such a straightforward way of cooking? Mm-hmm. You just put it over a fire. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all there is to grilling. If you have a fire, you can grill some meat. That's all you need. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Should we try the sauce? Yeah, let's try the sauce. Dip. Did you do like a really hearty dip? I did a pretty hearty dip. Okay. I'm going to a good little bite on there. Mmm. That's some good sauce. <laughs> that changes it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. While we're mmming and moaning and stuff, <laughs> I wanted to bring to your attention that one of our viewers recently submitted a comment that said, you and I eating sounds like we're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you, my audience, Chase and I are not having sex. We are making love to the food, exactly. not to each other. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just to be clear, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I moan, it is for this chicken. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I was hearing it back, I, di- I didn't hear it. Um, oh, great. Great, great. <laughs> so I guess it's just that one audience. You know, you know, yeah. Mm. Okay. Quick question. When you eat chicken and you get to... What the fuck is this piece? Leg? Uh, thigh. Thigh? When you get to the thigh slash breast, do you eat that? I think it's either a liver or a kidney. I love liver. That's my favorite part. I love liver. If it's liver, I I will eat it. Mm-hmm. Liver, honestly, organ meat, big fan. Really? I'm a big organ meat fan. Mm. The only one I don't like, I don't like intestines that much. Okay, I think that's me too. Like, when I eat like, oh, last week was about pho. I won't eat tripe. I don't like tripe. Mm-hmm. Tripe's kind of gross. 
It's weird for me. It's really weird. Yeah, I can do almost anything. Like liver, kidneys, I can do those easily. Um, heart is fine. Mm-hmm. Like all those things are fine. But then you, you get to the you get to the intestines and the and the tripe. There's something about the shape, yeah, and the texture that doesn't make it seem like you're eating meat. And that's exactly what's weird for me. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not. It's they just seem like you're something you're not supposed to see. But yeah, at the yeah. same time, you know, I know a lot of people that do love them. And, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah maybe I don't it's know. a cultural thing. Yeah, maybe. I, although, honestly, though, like with tripe, I think, once again, it's the thing that people have always eaten around the world. Mm-hmm. It's just like sometimes we we get to a certain point where people don't eat it or certain places they don't anymore. Yeah. But I think people still do eat it almost everywhere. Speaking of eat. Coleslaw? Coleslaw, yeah. This is standard. Mm -hmm. It's just your regular coleslaw, which is absolutely fucking delicious. I'm not calling, but as a kid, I didn't like coleslaw. Me neither. (laughs) I love it now, though. Yeah. (laughs) It's something that took me a few years to get around. You know what I think it is? Actually, going back to KFC, the KFC coleslaw Mm -hmm. is like that, that neon green coleslaw. Yeah, fuck. And it has nothing but cabbage in it. Mm. And I hated that when I was a kid. And it just, like, whenever I'd and, see like, coleslaw. And, two specks of carrot. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I always, like, imagine whenever I was like, going to take coleslaw, I was like, wait, no, I don't like that. Because I didn't want the neon green stuff. Okay. So, two quick questions. For me, when I was a kid, I didn't eat vegetables because I hated the crunch. What do you feel about that? Um... No, I think I, I liked the crunch. You liked the crunch. I was, although not too much crunch, you know, eating just like when I was a kid, eating like a raw carrot sometimes is a bit much. Yeah. yeah. That's a little bit much, but like a little bit of crunch, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to take a cucumber crunch, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Crunch where it's not like work, but it, it has that satisfaction. Yeah. So it's like, it has the give, but yeah. it also has like the sound associated with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Question number two. Coleslaw can also be a very creative food. What are your favorite coleslaw vegetables? Ooh. Okay, this is a little bit off track. It's, okay. it's, it does have to do with coleslaw vegetables. But, okay, so there's this restaurant uh, in Toronto uh-huh. uh, called uh, Lee. It's by, like, a famous chef. He's, like, a Canadian separate chef called Suser Lee. Right. Um, and so, like, I, I went to his restaurant in Toronto and he has this special coleslaw that has like I think it's like twenty seven vegetables in it. Holy and prepare fuck. table sign for you, and it's like super super good. And so I would say that I think the the beauty of coleslaw is that not that it's just one vegetable that is that it is a mix. Yeah, I, first, lo- I love how like chefs do that thing where they take a very simple food and they like totally like change it up into something like i'm assuming that coleslaw was beautiful oh it's so good like vegetables on itself is just gorgeous looking and then once you throw it in that mix of color and flavor and and yeah yeah, it's it was like actually incredible and they had like different tons of different sauces and stuff on top Mm -hmm. it was like it was really good um it also could feed like 10 people i swear like it was it was huge fuck that's so good i think Correct me if I'm wrong. That might have been an instance where coleslaw, which is traditionally a side dish, was turned into a main course. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like highlighted on the menu as being like a specialty dish. I think for me, I'm a lot more simple. 
with my coleslaw, I need to have red onion. Oh, interesting. Which doesn't show up in a lot of coleslaws. I don't think it's shown up here. I think this is just cabbage and carrot, to be honest. This cabbage, carrot, and black pepper, and dill? It looks like dill, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But red onion is delicious because it gives that sweetness, but also, like, a little bit of spice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is, uh, to me, honestly, the more vegetables, the better. Mm-hmm. In the coleslaw. I'm not the biggest cabbage guy. Mm-hmm. Cabbage, I find, is just kind of average you know it's just it's, it's a very like take it or leave it thing so it's when you throw in more things into a coleslaw yeah i really like also like a vinegar based slaw rather than just like a mayo based slaw like uh like balsamic or something exactly or like sometimes there's like those asian style slaws mm. those are good like lime slash what are they using those lime or sesame oil, rice vinegar? Probably. Something like, that. Something like that. One of those, yeah. Or maybe all of them. <laughs> and, yeah. So that's probably my favorite kind of slaw. Um, oh, I, I completely forgot about the, the, the Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> so, last year, in consumer behavior class, we did a Coke and Pepsi experiment. Yes, we did. You did this, right? Yeah. Were you able to tell a difference when you drank Coke and Pepsi like blindfolded unfortunately i wasn't one to go to be the the person being tested i was the person that was taking down what mm. the other person said um so I, I didn't actually get to test but um they the person could not figure it out i believe they could not figure it out yeah that was the same results for my team and i was an outlier yeah i guessed coke and pepsi like four out of five times right yeah maybe i'm special <laughs> you are special. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I um, think because it's, it's like fifty four percent of people prefer Pepsi or something like that. Yeah, it's, like people say they prefer Pepsi to Coke. I think that was the result that I remember seeing. But yeah. when those people tried it, they couldn't tell the difference. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which brings it to the question of brand. Now, a lot of people tell me that Coke has a more fun like image than pepsi but pepsi has a cooler vibe okay what do you think yeah i don't i guess cooler brand i guess that kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. like that does kind of make sense like like pepsi's almost like the the more like i don't know it's more like like for me i see pepsi on streetwear yeah exactly it's more like like it's more like like uh i don't know it's it's um Probably less like like mainstream in terms of like yeah, image, yeah you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Coke is very like like the the very like average person drink. Coke, yeah, like you, you know? got like Coke flavored like candy. You got Coke flavored like Tic Tacs and like like Coke branded toys. Yeah, right. But then Pepsi, like you see that shit on like a retro windbreaker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Whereas I feel like Coke has for so long just been like Coke. Almost it just seems very like like almost like corporate in the way they image themselves you know yeah it's very like traditional and whereas pepsi is a little bit more i'd say modern and different mm. mm-hmm. either way they're both really yummy yeah this whole <laughs> meal has been really really yummy i know honestly it was really really good i love chicken me too but the weird thing about chicken is for me it's the way you cook it not necessarily the meat itself and you know i think that's the great thing about chicken is it showcases 
how when we cook something two different ways, it could be so different. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that the underlying meat is the exact same. Yeah. Now, when we first approached this episode, we tried to go for grilled versus fried technique. Yeah. Right? So, if we try to bring it back to that, do you think it could have produced the same result if we used, let's say, like, pork instead of chicken? Hmm. That, that's hard to say. I would say like probably beef. would be a lot harder, actually. Mm -hmm. Just because when you think about it, the way that you prepare those, for example, grilled or fried, are completely different situations than chicken, whereas chicken, you just have the whole thing and you fry it. You, oh, you don't usually have to do anything before. Exactly. It. Whereas like pork or beef, you're going to be doing something else. Like for example, pork, you might like pound it thinner and then fry mm -hmm. it. Right. Um, beef, I guess beef, you do the same thing, which you're going to do it. Um, and I guess with pork and beef, the animal's so large, the cut of meat itself matters as well. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing. There's so many cuts. Whereas this, you can fry any piece of the meat and it will be good. Yeah. Like I remember seeing a video of just Gordon Ramsay having a chicken and it took him five seconds. Yeah. Right. But then, like, a butcher takes, I don't know, like half an hour to yeah. butcher a cow and maybe then some. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's fascinating how different meats do have such different properties. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, it was very yummy. Yeah. I know. One of my favorites. And like, like I said, I always love a juke. Nando's is always a classic, yeah, too. delicious. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jason. Thank you for having me once again. Next episode is going to be so exciting. We have bubble tea and it is completely sponsored by Baroness down on McDonald and Broadway. Taste test. Wow. First sponsorship. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so thanks again, Jason. Thank you again. As for my audience, I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye.